This episode isn't brought to you by Squarespace or Audible.com or Gamefly. Nope, it's brought to you by Avatars on quarter to three. When you donate at least $1 American using our PayPal button, or if your dollar's worth more than an American dollar, then whatever your fancy dollar is, uh, we'll take that. Right, right, but don't, like, if you're using, like, pesetos or something that are only worth a penny, one of those will not do it. it at least make it a dollar American, like McMaster said. Okay, right. sorry, McMaster, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I mean obviously. Right. Include with your donation your forum name, and we'll unlock the avatar option for your account. You can upload whatever custom avatar you want, so long as it won't get us in trouble with Google Ads. Choose from among favorites like cats, otters, Mr. Cotter, or hot Asian women. Violate trademarks freely with Calvin peeing on something or one of the characters from The Simpsons. Or I, I or peeing on one of the characters from The Simpsons. We don't care. Choose Patrick Stewart facepalming or J.C. Denton from Deus Ex, just standing there looking bland and impassive in his sunglasses. Your avatar will be a unique symbol of who you are, and you can display it proudly as a way of saying, Hey, I donated, so get off my back. Avatars, new one, quarter to three. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it, get to it, get started, get started, get started, let's get it 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 started. Hello there, you are listening to the quarter to three games podcast for... The date of the Diablo 3 patch, 2.0.1, whatever it is. Something. My name is Tom Chick, something like that. There's numbers and dice. Uh, it's the Loot 2.0, I think is how we think of it. Good enough. Uh, my name is Tom Chick, and my game of the week is not, raise yourself, it is not Marvel Heroes. Oh, wow. And my name is uh, Jason McMaster, and my game of the week, I'm sure Tom will be happy to hear is not League of Legends. Finally! Finally! I knew one day it would happen, McMaster. No promises, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you're listening, you might have uh, listened to last week's podcast and heard me tease that we will be having two very special guests on the podcast. Uh, Not that McMaster and I aren't special, uh, but (laughs) we're not the two that I was thinking of last week. That has been delayed because game publishers are jerks. Oh, I want to put that enough. out there. Yeah, uh, one of the special guests. I can't wait to talk to this fella. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to doing a podcast on the intersection of board games and video games. Like what happens when us video gamers really get into board games and vice versa. And I've got one guy who is perfect for this. Can't wait to talk with this fella. And I'm casting about for a second person. The perfect second person. Uh, his employer decided that we we don't we don't want you to talk to Tom Chick. So that's not going to happen. But <laughs> as soon as we find a replacement, uh, I'm looking forward to bringing you that podcast maybe next week. Uh, but until then, uh, McMaster and I want to talk about uh, Diablo three. Um, hey yo, yeah. But but oh, but first, look here, McMaster. This right here is a pile of reader mail that we've got. Oh. Yeah. So now if you write to us, we love when you write us letters. Uh, we can't promise that we'll read yours on the air, but we will read it and we'll, we'll pick out, uh, notable letters, uh, such as these, which, oh look, I haven't opened them, but I am picking them out to read them. So let's see. Let's get to the first mail. All right. Here we go. Here we go, McMaster. Here, here, McMaster, you hold these while I open this one. All right. Got it. All right. Dear QT3. 
why does McMaster... <laughs> oh, I can't believe they're asking about this already, McMaster. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dear QT3, why does McMaster run the QT3 Diablo 3 clan <laughs> with such strange rules? He won't let us use characters unless they have the words pants or nasty in the name. <laughs> McMaster, is this true? Uh, and only he is allowed to be anything except a female witch doctor. It's not fair that he gets to use all the other characters, and we all have to be female witch doctors. He calls this his De Niro slash Ebert rule, and it makes me uncomfortable. Ooh. Signed, uh, Brian Carlyle, Imgusfurt, Iceland. Hmm. Well, Brian, uh, if you can't take the heat, uh, stay out of the kitchen. That's all I have to say about wow. that. Wow. Nasty. Man. You can okay. call me Pants Nasty. Or Nasty Pants. <laughs> Either way. All right, here's the next, e- the next letter uh, for QT3. <clears throat> Dear QT3, Banished is the best city builder of all time, of all time. Signed, Kanye West, Malibu, California. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you get to your other games. <laughs> uh, McMaster, some memes never die. Yeah, no, they really don't. I do like that game. I know you hate it, but I really like it. Why? Of do you course, like to be honest with that's... you, as soon as I figured out how to get my citizens to not die in the first five years, uh, it kind of did just run itself. <laughs> so there is that. And there, yeah, uh, it, you kind of are at the point where you're like, okay, now what, right? Uh, right, yeah, nothing really happens after that, as far as I can we, tell, we got... the disasters. We did. Apparently, some people like it a lot. Um, yeah. There are there are some comments in the banished review comment section that would be worthy of a of a journey review comment section. I'm a little surprised oh. that, that fans of these cute little indie games can be so uh, vehement. Um. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the next one. <clears throat> Dear QT3. While waiting in the queue for a game of Star Conflict, I was reading Tolstoy's War and Peace. I was reminded of how long some of Tom Chick's reviews are. Can you please tell him to write shorter reviews, maybe no longer than 300 words? We really don't need to know as much as he tells us. Oh, the match is launching. Gotta go. Love, Jonathan Franzen, Boulder, Colorado. Oh, yeah? Uh, Thank you, Jonathan, for that. Let's just move on to the next one, shall we? Yeah, you should write, uh, like, Playboy game reviews, you know, just 100 a little, words or less. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Blurb. Well, you know, when, when Mark Asher and I started Quarter to Three, low those many years ago, we had this idea of 60-second reviews, because we were just casting about for what what's something that can be, like, clock-themed. Um, and, and the idea was that they would be just really short, but I think some people <laughs> thought that that was the amount of time we had played the game. Uh, right. <laughs> so. All right, and a lot of time. What's funny, McMaster, is if you write a short review because I'm a big fan of trying to get word counts down. Uh, if you write a short review, people think that it's not thorough, or or that it means you didn't play much, or people associate the length of the review with uh, reliability in an odd way. Um, but I, I don't agree with that. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, so I accidentally uh, just for, for folks listening. Some of these, some of these males might be fake, uh, but we use we use props here uh, at the the quarter to three studios, and I just opened mail that I've got, and so I, I just now opened a residuals check 
for a movie I did 15 years ago called Frank and Jesse, in which I played a cowboy. Uh, Rob Lowe was Jesse James. Look at this, McMaster. $16.12 for, for Frank and Jesse. How about that? Okay, but let's see. Here's the, the, here's the letter. Um, Dear QT3, why aren't you playing Call of Duty Ghosts anymore? Is it because you're scared? Is it because you're not good enough? Is it because I am better than you? Because when you turn around, there I'll be ready to shoot you in the face with a pistol. I don't need my main weapon. I'm just that good. Oh. Signed, Nick Searcy, Bel Air, California. <laughs> huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Some people. That's weird. I think I know that guy. Do you? Is he a buddy of yours? Is that maybe why he's right here? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's a good friend, yeah. Uh, best friend, we wa- I want to hear about that in just a moment, uh, but I think this next man, let's let's just read this last letter here. Okay, here we go. This is the last letter we've chosen on this week's uh, quarter to three mail <clears throat> segment. Dear QT three, I'll have you know that I was on Firefly, and Joss Whedon told me that Tom Chick is a fatty who can't act. Also, Nathan Fillion thinks I'm pretty cool. We went out for a beer once. Well, actually, he was at the same bar where I was having a beer, but I'm pretty sure he recognized me. Signed, Adam Baldwin, Canoga Park, California. Hey, you are pretty famous people this time. I didn't know that Adam Baldwin lives in Canoga Park. Uh, so if you have, uh, we'll get to a couple of these mails in a second, because I think the master might have something to say about them. But if you have mail you want to send to us, uh, send them to our new offices at uh, quarter to three at 1599 Pennsylvania Avenue. We have some weird neighbors. Uh, that's Washington, D.C., Maryland, 20500. Uh, <laughs> Master, you've had a recent celebrity brush that uh, I'd like to talk about. Uh, can we talk about your, your, your brush with celebrities? Oh, sure. Why not? Uh, tell us about your, your dust-up on Twitter. Is it, is it safe to call it a dust-up? Uh, I guess it was like there's a lot of people who got a lot more involved in it than I did. Uh, it was a wide ranging dust up, wasn't it? It, it caught yeah. up, yeah. And you were one of the many people caught up. I I was pretty early, so I do have that going for me. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, you know, Susan Arendt from uh, I guess she's with Joystick now. She um she was a uh, I don't know read some article and linked to it about Adam Baldwin comparing you know or saying that. Uh, what's to stop a father and son from getting married, gay married, avoid tax, you know, and I know he's not promoting incest, whatever, it's just, it's a stupid statement. It was kind of one of those specious arguments that people cast about when they're explaining why they oppose gay marriage, and they don't want to make it about simply the fact that they're personally uncomfortable with it. Like, I think that's why a lot of people oppose it, but you can see them kind of flailing about finding some rationale for for why it's a bad thing to let people get married. And a lot of times they'll resort to this kind of stuff, like, well, why can't a dude marry his dog? uh, And it's a little insulting, I find. Right, they they take the core of the argument, and then they start just kind of feeling out for there to, oh, yeah, it's not only just about this one thing that bothers me, it's about all these things. Right. Uh, But, yeah. So uh, and then he he linked or tweeted at Nick Searcy uh, from Justified, and uh, he was the bad guy in Fried Green Tomatoes. I did not know uh, that. <laughs> yeah, I th- he was in Days of Thunder too. Which man, what the hell? Anyway, um, 
And uh, he got into this big argument, like, and Susan, he called the guy in the article initially. This guy wrote that Adam Baldwin was an idiot on Twitter or something. Adam Baldwin replied and, and linked to Nick Cersei, and then Nick Cersei started calling the guy fat over and over again. I was and that's basically the article. So Susan puts up this thing about like you know I'm you know it's disappointing and like I really like Justified and linked to Nick Cersei and then he starts calling her fat and then it just like goes nuts because she's got like a lot of followers mm-hmm. and then God then what's his nuts from uh, the Penny Arcade report Kachura he gets involved Russ Pitts all these people. Mm-hmm. So it's just going crazy. Uh, but right after Susan uh, had started getting like anything from this guy, I tweeted, you know, that I was disappointed in Adam Baldwin, um, and I didn't really know who Nick Cersei was, which was true at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wasn't really going to watch Justified if he's on it. And then, of course, he called me fat, everybody else fat, and, it, and then all hell broke loose. And uh, I don't really know why, you know. And then he put up this fake apology. Uh, oh, I didn't know a- this. A Randy Newman song, except it's fat liberals instead of short people. Oh, it wasn't direct, like, when you say fake apology, it wasn't a poorly done apology. It was genuinely, it uh, was genuinely fake, right? Okay, like I'm not really apologizing. I'm making fun of the idea that I should apologize. And I guess the reason is like I don't, you know, I don't know the guy. I don't really care. Uh, and it's like I've been called much worse things in my life. Uh, so it's not like it really bothers me. But it's just like I was looking at his feed and he's like replying to people like every 30 seconds or a minute for like hours calling them fat it went on for days it's still going on at this point i i got it as as a guy i'm not an actor anymore but i used to do the acting thing and and actors they have a lot of downtime where they're just sitting in a trailer with nothing to do so maybe that was what was going on with nick cersei is he just you know they didn't they didn't really need him until a scene later in the day and he's just sitting in his trailer and he's like well you know what i'll i'll tweet uh, so maybe that's what was going on. Uh, well, yeah, he's been tweeting nonstop, you know, and his whole thing is like he's upset at people that referred to him as a teabagger or a bigot, which I didn't. But he just called basically everybody fat that tweeted at him in any <laughs> negative way, uh, which is like a six-year-old, you know, just kind of flailing for an insult. I just really don't understand. What, uh, uh, it's almost funny, but. Like some would be funny if it was done by someone who was funny. It does take. It's sort of. It takes a special kind of skill to turn it around on hecklers. And if you're really not good right. at dealing with hecklers, and what you guys were doing was, in a way, not, not literally heckling, but it was that kind of interaction. Yeah. No. No. Sure. If you're not good at that kind of impromptu reaction with angry fans or followers or whatever, it can be sad to see, can't it? Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. It's it was uh it was pathetic, you know. And it's like you just kind of sit there and go, "Wow," you know. Um, I I don't know if FX will do anything, you know, after all the outrage. But I mean, surely there's going to be some people, especially in a liberal town like Hollywood, <laughs> that aren't going to be that interested in working. Uh, McMaster, can I try a joke on you that always falls flat? And I think I've mentioned this before, maybe a year or so ago. So I just want to try this joke, and I want to see if maybe you can help me make it work. Uh, Here in Los Angeles, uh, if you're driving along the 10, which is one of our main uh, freeways, there's a a sign at one point for uh, the Museum of Tolerance. And it says, you know, like, exit here for the Museum of Tolerance. When I'm driving past that, there's someone in the car with me. 
I'll say, oh, the Museum of Tolerance. I can't stand that place. <laughs> See, you, you got it, right? Because like, normally when I do that... That's pretty good. Yeah, and normally when I do that, they're like, why? What's wrong with it? Why do you not? Because it's a Holocaust <laughs> museum, and I, I suddenly... Nobody, sure. nobody sees the... <laughs> right, exactly. So I'm glad that worked for you, McMaster. I'm just going to leave it as is, uh, even though it's never worked for the kind of people... McMaster, you need to ride around with me in my car more often. <laughs> yeah, I might have to come out there this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, by the way, had a, a brush with celebrity recently that I want to tell. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so I was at a press event, and... Uh, a lot of times, like, you'll, like, sometimes at these, you'll run into people that you know or that you just briefly met a long time ago. And I sat down to get a demo for a game, and there was another guy who's, like, a, also a journalist, and I hate using that term, but that's what they call us, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, it just makes no sense. It's so obnoxious. Like, yeah. <laughs> so there's another journalist there and i sat down and the the pr woman introduced me and i knew the guy and i was like oh and he's he said oh hi how are you doing and he shook my hand i was like no i i know you we i think we met at another press event it's good to see you again i said that and he sort of nodded at me like okay that's fine i it's sort of like he wasn't writing off on this idea that we knew each other and i figured he'd just forgotten meeting me and that's okay like i'm pretty good with faces even if i didn't remember his name uh so i shook his hand and then i got the demo with him and i was talking to him as we were getting the demo and i was like yeah i know you know this guy and i we go way back we've met before and then he left uh and went to get another demo and while i was sitting there i realized with horror i didn't know this guy i'd seen him on tv (laughs) it was one of those things where because i'd seen him on tv i assumed he was someone that i knew and uh he was the guy who who uh, does those clueless gamer segments with Conan O'Brien, uh, who is huh. – I, I don't know if he's like an intern or whatever, and he started doing these segments, or I presume actually he's probably one of the writers on the show. But he does these clueless gamer segments where Conan O'Brien pokes fun at the fact that he doesn't know anything about games. And this guy is the one who knows something about games, and he's trying to tell Conan O'Brien about it, and Conan O'Brien makes fun of him. And so these these videos get routinely posted. So I'd seen enough of them that I just, in my head, was like, oh, yeah, of course, you and I met. Uh, and he had no idea who I was. So That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So uh, a, a quick tangent. I was just uh, a couple weekends ago recognized for the oh. third time in my life, McMaster. It's happened to me three <laughs> times that someone has recognized me from – uh, like TV, and again, I don't do the whole acting thing, and I haven't done it in forever. But many years ago, I was teaching at a, uh, a, a sort of a summer camp thing. It was like where where kids come and they have a, a drama day camp, and this was an outdoor theater where I, I did some work. And uh, I was doing a little improv workshop with a bunch of kids. And the night before, I'd been on an episode of a TV show called uh, Live, Living Living Single, Living Color. I think it was called Living Single. I confuse those. It wasn't the sketch comedy one. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I would have noticed that. I was on well, I was on one of them. It's where it's basically a Friends kind of thing. But they're, they're well, yeah, are, that's, yeah. yeah, that's not that. Uh, and the Friends are uh, they're black. Like, it's a black Friends kind of thing. So I was on that. Oh. And one of the kids in the group, uh, I could, he said something to me like, were you on TV last night? And I was like, uh, I, I was. I was on an episode of this show. And he didn't say anything. He, was, he just kind of nodded. And you normally expect someone to say like, oh, I saw it or whatever. He just said, were you on TV? And when I said I was, he had nothing to say. But he recognized me. So that was the first time. The second time I got recognized by the checkout girl at, at the Trader Joe's where I shop. 
she finally said, can I ask you a question? Have you ever been on the office? And I was like, yes, I have. And she's like, I thought that was you. Uh, so that's the second time in my life. Just this past uh, a couple of weekends ago, I was at a, a bar scene. A, a friend of mine, her boyfriend was playing in a, an Irish music band. And this was like real Irish music. It wasn't like rock or anything. It's like listening to the soundtrack for Last of the Mohicans. Uh, and it's a dude with like a, uh, I don't know what they are, a mandolin and a fiddle and a bagpipes and a, an Irish tambourine or whatever. Uh, and they're playing. And it's actually very cool. I had a great time. But at one point, the when uh, I go up to meet my friend's boyfriend, she's introducing me to him. And the rest of the band, they're just standing around. So they shake your hand as well. The drummer guy, who is actually, it's like a, it really is like a tambourine. He's just sitting there playing this big old tambourine. He leans over and he says, are you an actor? And I said, well, not really, but I, I used to be a while ago. It's like, oh, I knew it. I just saw you on um, news radio last night. I love news radio. It's my favorite show. I have all the episodes, and I just saw your episode last night. He was so enthusiastic, uh, and I was so flattered. It was great. I got recognized by the drummer in a band uh, for the third time ever in my life, McMaster. Uh, so there you go. Huh. So I'm kind huh. of famous like Adam Baldwin. So McMaster, don't you – if I if I start tweeting crazy political opinions, I don't want any guff from you. Oh, God. I'm going to bash you so hard when we're not recording. I think – here you go. Here you go. All handguns should be banned. What do you think of that? I'm going to tweet uh, that. All right. Just remember, I'm, I'm famous, McMaster. Three people have recognized me. Oh, there you have it. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, let's uh, let's talk some. Uh, what's going on this week, McMaster and Games? Why is it that you're not playing League of Legends? Oh, I still am. I'm just playing other things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I make time. <laughs> uh, so you are the boss of the new uh, Quarter to Three Clan in Diablo Three. What is it oh, that has yes. you playing Diablo Three again? It's the big patch, baby. Mm-hmm. What did this patch do? Uh, it, uh, you know, no, it actually added a ton of stuff. It changed the loot system. It changed, um, all the stats. Uh, it, uh, it's kind of weird uh, how the stats are gone. Like all that stuff you're used to looking at is gone. Like the stats have been, you still have, I guess, your strength, dexterity, vitality, and intelligence, but they all get boiled down into three kind of secondary stats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Damage, uh, toughness and healing. Yeah. What do you think of that? Uh, I like that. I'm actually fine with that, especially since like the the loot drops are much better now. God, they're so much better. Well, it one of the things it does is it makes it a lot easier. I mean, I guess it was always relatively easy, but it feels more streamlined now to look at loot and something that's dropped and decide whether or not you want it. And there's a few reasons. Right. One is everything gets focused down into these three numbers. You know, I'm yep. not having to calculate, okay, attack speed, armor class, uh, like, like all of these things get boiled down into this one number, and then it shows you at the bottom how one of those three numbers will change. And furthermore, right. there's a little gold diamond for every stat, that is, for every uh, special ability or a fix, I guess you call it, on an item that doesn't influence one of those three factors. So you can just focus on those three factors. These are the three sort of defining characteristics of your character's performance. And then you can look at the stuff outside of that by looking at those little orange diamonds. Um, so it does make it a lot easier to glance to suss out, do I want this or do I not want it? Um, right. Uh, it seems like there's a lot less loot dropping. I, I feel does like it? 
Yeah, because it, it, if you remember, like you, you, it would drop constantly like trash items that you don't want. Like there would okay, be- that's a good point. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that, but I have only been seeing like a couple of white items is the only things I've seen. But lately. you pick those up, right? And you know, right, yeah, to destroy them, right? Yeah, because now there's a resource that you get from them. I think it's called common debris or scrap or something like that uh, for for taking apart for salvaging at the blacksmith the white items. They give you a new resource. Um, right. So, so there are fewer things dropping, but all of them I pick up, and and I never used to do that. I don't think, unless I'm confusing Marvel heroes, but I would routinely just leave stuff lying around in Diablo. And just yeah, I did that. Up. Yeah. Um, and it seems like that's they've taken a cue from the way the console version works, because the console version, because of course you're using a gamepad and you can't just mouse over all this crap, uh, the console version seemed to want you to pick everything up. And then later on, go over it and decide what you wanted and what you didn't want. Uh, and it seems like it's a lot more in line with that. Um, yeah, actually, it really is. So, are you finding stuff you can use? Yeah, uh, yeah. And I had a, I had a friend that had been playing all day. Like, jumped into my game and uh, dropped a bunch of stuff too. And it was just uh, such huge upgrades. You know, it's insane. It really is funny. Like I, when I rebooted the game up and I, I started playing my main character who's a barbarian, and she had some blues still on her because I've never really been that good at optimizing gear. Uh, so I had some gear that was blue, a lot of stuff that was yellow, uh, and within literally twenty minutes of playing, I had no more blues. Like every, all the crappy stuff had been replaced with good stuff. Um, so uh, yeah, again, less loot but more meaningful loot. It, it seems like. Um, right, and I'm also uh, I'm running low on vanishing die, McMaster. Do you use die? Do you care about that stuff, or does your character just look like a clown? My character just looks like a clown. Uh, McMaster, have some pride. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> hate that stuff. You hate what stuff? Pride or die? Pride. Okay. <laughs> Do you even know about vanishing die, McMaster? Isn't that the uh, stuff that makes it like? You know, you're wearing it, but it doesn't show up on your model. Exactly. Come on, how awesome yeah. is that? You can just focus on, like, my barbarian. I don't, you know, I don't have her running around naked or anything, but I like her to show off her thighs uh, and something <laughs> nice and tasteful there. So, uh, if she's got big old clunky uh, gloves, I don't need those. Uh, you know, I like her to show off her hands, and uh, sometimes the helmet is a little too ridiculous. So I'll vanishing diet. Um, I, and the shoulder pads. Good lord, I don't need I don't need those crazy spiky wacky shoulder pads that make me look like a character from Mad Max. I almost Issue. always vanish. No, I don't, McMaster. I don't want that stuff. So I always <laughs> vanish the shoulder pads. Um, and then I don't know if it used to do this. On a piece of equipment, when you pick it up, it will show you the name of the die that it basically has, which is kind of a oh not a not a tile set, but what would you call it? Like a cosmetic set or, or uh, cosmetic category or something like some will say things like infernal die and those are the things that are red and spiky and scary looking um so i'm assuming somewhere down the line you can tailor you can visually customize your stuff by making advanced dies i don't know i don't know if that's the case um but mcgaster come on look into a little die you're, you're an unsightly mess when you've got all this just random mm-hmm. stuff stuck onto you it looks like a like a uh uh a Ren Fair clown threw up on you. You don't want that's, that. Well, that's what I was going for. <laughs> when you're a witch doctor, that makes sense. But any other class, I feel, should have some sort of aesthetic theme or elegance. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. 
You know what? I'll loan you some die next time we play together. All right. Yeah, I might do some of that after this, actually. Okay. Uh, let's see. So uh, the, the new loot system. By the way, w- one of the most important parts of this new loot system, uh, and I don't know if they've actually turned it off yet, but they are phasing out the auction house. Amen to that. Now, why do you say amen? Why is that important, Master? Because it's, you know, I think, like, as much as I like Diablo 3, the basic overall concept was flawed. I like the, I, I liked the way the game played. I did not like the loot system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed like it might have been okay, uh, but once you, you got deeper into the game, it just, uh, y- you were just getting random stuff, and you were never getting anything all that cool. Uh, but if you went to the auction house and spent either real money or gold, you could equip your character and just whatever really fast, and it kind of just ruined the whole point of uh, Diablo being, you know, a loot chase. Yeah, is what it, it is. And any good action RPG is about not many good action RPGs are 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 founded on this idea of what cool loot am I going to get from killing monsters? And when you can right. just distill everything you get down to gold and then spend that gold in the auction house, it completely subverts the whole loot chase. So what guys like me were having to do, and I was kind of okay with this, but it just felt weird, I was just making a point to not use the auction house. Uh, And so I'm kind of, it feels more meaningful when I don't use the auction house. And it also lets them, I think, tune the loot drops where they're like, okay, you know, we don't have to worry about things being put up on the auction house, so we'll give players good stuff. I feel like the fact that I'm constantly finding legendaries now, and I've got, you know, I've found more legendaries in one day of play than I have found in two years of play since the game came out. And I feel like that's because they they want to give us good stuff because there's no auction house for us to go cash in all of our money to get the good stuff. So without right. that auction house, they can say, you know what, here, they'll, they'll throw us a bone or, or two every now and then. So I've found some great, awesome legendaries because I don't. I think the game now knows I don't have to. I'm not going to go buy them, uh, so it can give right. it to me. Yeah. Right, which is, uh, you know, that was just such a huge mistake on their part. Uh, it alienated so many of the Diablo 2 hardcore. I guess is the biggest problem. Uh, you know, just because man, it's uh, it just didn't serve a purpose. I don't know. It was it was the it was a terrible way to do an economy in an action RPG, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, uh, and it's one of the reasons I liked the. Is there no auction house in the console version? No, yeah. I, I don't think so. No, yeah, in fact, cool. I think the console version was them kind of testing out the new loot system. Ah, way, right, right. To be honest with you, well, it really felt like a whole new ball game playing on the console version. Uh, even though I had some problems with oh, the yeah. interface, I was more than happy to play it without an auction house subverting the economy. So. It's nice yeah. to see that coming to the, the PC version. Now, do you know, is uh, the auction house off, or should I now be going in and spending all my money before they shut it down? I don't know. I think it's off, to be honest with you. I hope so. And I feel dirty even saying that, about going in and spending all my money. Uh, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't do it. I'm not even going to check. Do you have, uh, have you noticed any of the gold sinks? Like Because now you can oh. get a lot of gold. Do you know, I think these are new, uh, but have you noticed what's in there? Not really. Well, well. First, let me say I, I like how they streamlined the gems and potions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, right. There's only one healing potion, isn't there? Right, and it just straight right. up. I think it heals sixty percent of your health, I believe. Yeah, and yeah. it stacks. Uh, tons of them stack. 
Sounds so, like you've been carrying like, around can, a bunch of them, huh? You can carry like 300 in one stack at least. <laughs> and it's just one slot, so there's no, no point to even put them in your, you know, Remember whatever that, anymore. Was it, was it Diablo 2, I guess, where you would have, was it belts? <sighs> like you would have, I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that was yeah, like a factor for how you would beat a boss. Like, okay, yeah. Potions could ever go along. You remember how, like, the belts, they had multiple levels, the the better the belt, and, like, you would have to stack them like a, uh, you know, like, you, you would use one potion, and then the one above it would fall down into oh, the slot. right. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't miss that at all. Yeah. Mm-mm. But I kind of like now how I think it's a fixed timer, a cooldown timer. It, it's always 60% of your health. It's only 500 yeah. gold to buy one. But I kind of like how it now forces me to look at healing options in my character build rather than just relying on potions like everybody's got the potion as a fallback thing but that can only get you so far if you want any right. beyond the potion you've got to incorporate it in your character build and that's one right. of the three major stats and i love that at first when i looked at it and i was like well, wait why is there a healing stat that's not part of my build i don't care uh but as i've been playing i've thought well maybe i need to care because the potion's only going to go so far now so i like that. right yeah. uh so let's see, what did you mention besides the potions? Uh, uh, the gems, didn't they yes. uh, do something with the gems? Oh, God, and also the the materials. How they all stack uh, like crazy now. No, like uh, you used to have uh, certain amounts per stack, and ah. you just, you'd have to have an entire you know part of your chest devoted to them. So they all stack now. Like I have nothing in my chest anymore because I took like all the old crap out and, uh, and just sold it because... Right. Everything that drops now is going to be better. Um, and, uh, you know, did all that stuff. I, I still have a couple of pieces for the, whatever, the rainbow level, the whatever the cow level is in this one. I think you're already on um, that. Right, right. I need to, I don't know if I need to unlock it for different difficulties, though, anymore. Uh, I wonder. Okay. And, and they did, like, all sorts of weird stuff that I haven't even had a chance to look at yet. So well, that is one of the money sinks, is there are now recipes that I don't think were in there. Maybe they were. But there are, at the Act 2 merchant chick, and I'm sure they're all over the place, she's selling, like, these 1.5 million gold, maybe a dude or a chick, I forget, but one of the merchants is selling recipes for 1.5 million gold that I think are new. Maybe not. Um, hmm. But I didn't used to care about money sinks because any money that I had, I would just save up for the auction house. Uh, right. So there are new recipes. Also, uh, I don't know that I had ever – I have never tried to salvage a legendary item because either I got it and I used it or I would sell it on the auction house. Um, I've, I don't even know if I've ever – oh, wait. What color is legendary? Tan, like light tan, khaki. It's the color of khaki slacks. Oh, I don't know if I've even had any of those. <laughs> Come on, McMaster, seriously, you've sure have you not found any legendaries yet? You were so bad at this game. They're constantly dropping for me. Um, Are you playing on easy level? I have one that's like kind of nice. Well, legendaries. No, I'm not playing on. I was playing on Torment One at first. I'm just getting rocked. Please, no <laughs> legendaries. No, I did, but I it, I couldn't kill anything. No, no, that's pretty not, rough. Not creatures. Uh, uh, no, I know, but like, uh, I couldn't kill anything for loot two drops. Oh, I see. That's, <laughs> that's a prerequisite. They don't. They don't. You, like, you don't chip. They away just hand it to you. Right. They don't go. Yeah. Okay, done some damage. Here's the first item from me. If you keep fighting me, I'll give you another item. Yeah, that's not how it works, McMaster. You got to kill them. You got to no. close the deal. No. A B K. Yeah, always be killing. Be 
killing, yeah. Not kiting, killing, yeah. Uh, so the legendary items, if you scrap them, and I found some that I've used, and then I found something better, and I actually had a, an awesome pole arm, but decided that I didn't want my barbarian to be swinging a big old fat two-handed pole arm, so I was like, forget this. I actually scrapped a legendary item, and it gives oh. you a... Uh, it's like a legendary rock. <laughs> it gives you a crafting item that I'm assuming <laughs> goes into some special higher level recipe that I'll at some point discover. Um, so, but yeah, more legendary items, better better uh, loot. Uh, the the gems you mentioned, um, they're new diamonds. Have you found any diamonds, McMaster? Ah, uh, yeah, I think I did actually. Did you notice what they do? Because I'm quite fond of diamonds. Diamonds, McMaster, are a Diablo 3 player's best friend. Uh, I did not notice what they do. Uh. They reduce the cooldown time for your... Uh, oh, yeah. They did. They added cooldown, right? Or cooldown reduction and stuff, because I don't remember that. Exactly. And the diamonds, I think, are... I mean, there, there's probably other ways, but the diamonds, that's their... I think if you slot them in anything other than a helmet or weapon, I forget what those two are, but if you slot them in an other, which is what you mostly have slots for, it's a global reduction on cooldown time. Um, so I'm, I'm loving finding diamonds now. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about spending some time with it this weekend, but I've also got some Elder Scrolls online to do. All right, well, hold that thought, because we're going to talk uh, other games that aren't Diablo 3 after the Diablo 3 talk. No, now. No, that's fine. Can you, by the way, can you... Well, well, we'll find out if you're allowed to talk about Elder Scrolls Online after the Diablo 3 segment. Um, All right. Okay, so the difficulty settings. You mentioned something called Torment 1. What the heck is that, McMaster? Yeah, so they took out all the classic Diablo settings, and uh, you know, I don't know what the, the first two are called. Like... <laughs> Nancy and Tom Chick and then I hear you. I <laughs> my my sister is named Nancy. I hope you feel suitably. I know. Actually, I did know that. Uh, <laughs> then it just uh, occurred to me as I said she, your name. She doesn't oh. Diablo three, so that that might be an appropriate name for the easiest difficulty level. Fair enough. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. And then there's what expert is that third? It goes yeah, it goes like easy, normal, expert, master, torment. Yeah, and the Torment has a six-level slider. Six-level slider, okay. Yeah. And uh, it's... Uh, I started on Torment 1 because I was on whatever the final mode was before the patch, you know, Inferno or whatever. And, uh, man, I got destroyed. You know, I mean, I was in the first town. I walked outside, and two zombies walked up and killed me. That's and I was like, Master, don't wow. Yeah. <laughs> You shouldn't let that get around. You got killed by zombies. Wow. Embarrassing. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And then a friend of mine jumped in and made all the monsters harder, and they just started destroying me. That's bad. why you want to close those guys. Oh, actually, when you're private, can your friends jump in? Yeah, you know, I don't know. Okay, I well, bet, I, I bet I not. Well, if I see you online, I'm going to try it to grief you. I'm going to jump in and just stay in Tristram. I'm just going to jump in and sit there and basically craft. While you're I'm fighting double strength <laughs> monsters, that does sound great. <laughs> uh, so uh, I it, torment only unlocks if you've got a level sixty, which I think we both do. Mm, yeah. Um, I uh, I tried. I was trying um, below torment, which is 
master for a little while, but I kept finding it felt great to be fighting the normal creatures. But then when I would hit, and this is where Diablo 3, and I've maintained this all along, this is where it really sings as a, as a cool game design, when you run into the blues and the yellows, and I think those are oh, yeah. and elites. They're normal monsters, but they have what are called affixes that give them special bonuses. And those affixes are clearly labeled under the Molten monster. and all that, yeah. Exactly. And at which point you are suddenly facing this impromptu, they can be like tactical puzzles or challenges. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's where you really have to figure out what you're doing with your character build. That is where all of these charges that Diablo 3 is just click and slash, brainless, click, click, click. Anybody who claims that hasn't gotten to the point where you're really testing your character build against champion and elite affixes. Um, so I was playing on Expert, and I was doing fine, but then I would run into some of these battles, and it was just... It was too difficult. Like, I, I didn't have my build tuned well enough. I don't think I'm geared up. So, if you need to make fun of me, I'm extra. I can take it, but I have dropped down from master to expert for now. That's what I'm That's what I'm playing on, too. Oh, haha, you're playing on expert. It does, like, it, it makes a huge difference, though. So. Yeah. Expert is compared to master is, uh, is, it's, master reminds me more of Inferno. Mm-hmm. And then Torment's well beyond that. So that's, uh, that's something else. They've stretched the difficulty curve out from the end forward. Like, rather than just gradating it more... Grady, grading? <laughs> gradating? Grandidating? What's the word? Yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> making a gradient. What's the word for that? Rather than gradienting it or making it more finely? Whatever. Whatever word I'm looking for, let's move on. Uh, they've stretched it out from the more difficult on end of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, right, instead of adding uh, stuff in between, it's yes. just like ten times harder. So the word for that is gradienting. Oh, gradienting. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, and it's a lot like the console version, because that was one of the really cool things to discover in the console version was, wow, I can really make this as difficult as I want, and there's right. just a lot of open-ended challenge for me. Um, uh, so, uh, And also, and I love this on Master, and I'm really missing this, Master is triple experience in gold. I really miss that. Expert is only double. I liked that, too. Uh, Torment was really nice as well for that. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And Did I, you try Torment? No, I'm afraid. Okay, well, you uh, should. Actually, I didn't because... So, here's... You can make fun of me for this. It's fair game. I only, last night, got a level 60 character. So, only oh. last night, I finally <laughs> unlocked tor- the Torment difficulty. Uh, uh-huh. Shut up. But now I have the achievement. Now I have a level 60. Now I have, at least on one character, every single skill and passive skill unlocked. So, uh, I'm a real boy now. <laughs> I'm, Master, I am now wearing the big boy pants. I don't yes, know if you are. Tell. They kind of even fit me a little bit. I have to cinch them in here. They're still a little big on me. But look, see? Just, I think they look pretty nice on me. Uh, <laughs> uh so, no, I have not tried Torment 1, but here's one thing I've noticed in the tooltips of Master, and this drives me crazy. So, in the tooltips for the difficulty levels, they tell you, here's your bonus for XP, here's your bonus for, for gold, here's your bonus for bounties. And I'm like, ooh, what are bounties? I want those. Oh. 
And there's even some kind of resource that, that's next to your goal. I forget what it's called. It looks like a little teardrop or something. Oh, uh, I know how you can get those. What are you talking about? <laughs> how? I want those. How do I get those, McMaster? Tell me how I can I believe it's, it's March 25th. That's how you can get those, oh, right? That's, that's weeks away, McMaster. That's four and a half. <laughs> McMaster. That's four and a half. No, three and a half weeks away, McMaster. Oh, what happens on March 25th that I can do bounties? Uh, that would be the old Reaper of Souls release. Uh, so mean that they're teasing us with that. I think they did something similar. Uh, didn't they have a big old pre-Heart of the Swarm patch for StarCraft Two? Yes. It would give you little glimpses of, hey, by the way, here's what the expansion is going to give you. You can't oh. have it yet, but here's what's going to be there. Oh, yeah, no. If you look through like your character stats and everything in Diablo Three now, it's got all the level 70 or a bunch of level 70 stuff in that, there that you can't get yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so mean. And there are achievements, too. You can look at the achievements for, I guess it's Act five uh you can look at achievements for uh, act five nope. i don't want to even do that yet i cannot wait for act five though that's awesome so reaper of souls march 25th adds 10 levels it adds a new class it adds act five it adds bounties and bounties are part of and this is what's driving me freaking crazy mcmaster because when you go to game settings you can either pick in the campaign where you are or you can pick adventure mode but oh wait no you can't it's grayed out uh, and adventure mode is this dynamic, hey, we're just going to run you through uh, random quests, kind of, and the whole world is unlocked, and I guess bounties are something in there. And that's, that's so awesome sounding, I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. Uh, so, uh, March 25th, um, what is it called um, uh, when you, <laughs> I should know this, when you hit level 60, you can hit P, is it prestige class, or what do you call uh, it? What's that word? It's not prestige. I I know what you mean. Paragon? Paragon. Paragon levels, yes. Uh-huh. That's new, right? Well, that's not new. Yeah. The, the way it's, it's not new, but they, they redid the way that they work. Yeah. Well, because I had never had a level 60 before, I hadn't seen Paragon levels. Uh, can you tell me what's new, or how did it used to work? Uh, you know, to be honest with you, they added those after I stopped playing. Ah, okay. uh, but they added them, like, right after I stopped playing. So it's been around a good while, uh, but I didn't have any Paragon levels until I started playing last night. Oh, so, so you're wearing a brand-new pair of uh, big boy pants as well, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what's fun, though, is I, I have a couple other pairs of big boy pants coming up. We'll have to compare characters <laughs> In Diablo 3? Yeah. No way, because I was busy playing Guild Wars 2, so... Oh, well, there was that. Yeah. <laughs> I played a little bit of that, too, with... Just a little, right? I think you have a level yeah. ten character. If I'm not, I have a level ten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the Paragon levels now, and I don't know how it used to work. So you hit level sixty, and you think, "Oh, I'm done," but you're not because you're still getting experience. And every time yeah. the bar fills up, you get a Paragon level. And what that does is, when you hit the P key, you go to a screen, and it's alternating you. These little bonuses stack up in four different categories, and I think it goes general category, offense, defense vitality or something like that and each time you get a point it alternates by putting it in one of the categories and in each category you yeah. pick i think four different options for what things to level up now am i correct mcmaster in that these paragon levels are these account wide or yes oh that is so nice yeah it's pretty awesome yeah now wait does that mean if i start a new character and i've got you know plus one percent attack speed paragon levels that my level one character has this on a paragon level, or do I have to get it to level sixty? Uh, no, I, I think everybody has it if you get it with the one 
character. You know? It's really nice. I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it is. Yeah, it's totally account wide. Everybody gets a little bonus. Uh, McMaster, have you found any pools of reflection yet, and do you hate them or love them? Uh, I haven't found any yet. So these are, they look like healing pools, but instead of the red healing juice in them, they have, uh, they're yellow, which that's, I don't know, it's lemonade. So it's a vat of lemonade, and when you drink it, uh, it gives you a little dot on your uh, experience point bar. You know, it's some ways out past however many experience points you have. And every, all the experience you earn up until that dot is at plus 25%, which is a beautiful thing to have. But there's a, there's a very important caveat with this. Yeah. If, if you die, you lose it. That so does seem bad. Yeah. It is terrible. So the pools of reflection are simultaneously wonderful and terrible. Like, I love drinking from that pool and getting that little bonus, and then I run into some uh, crazy orbiter plus plague plus enchanted arcane beam turret thing, and I die, and I lose my reflection pool bonus, and I hate that. Um well, that's hateable, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, but it's another kind of risk-reward thing. Like, hey, you better not die until you get your experience points to this level. <laughs> oh, you blew it. Uh, <laughs> there are some new affixes as well. I don't know that uh, it was Orbiter around. Do you, so I, I, when you're playing the harder difficulty levels, it stacks more affixes onto a monster. Uh, so I'm running into some crazy things, and actually this is when I was playing on Master. Now that I've dropped to Expert, I presume there are fewer affixes. But I would run into things like Arcane Enchanter, which creates those those purple beams that spin around, and if you stand in the path of them, you get damaged. Plus right. Orbiter, and Orbiter is just sending around little blue balls of of electricity and they just sort of move around like like fireflies or whatever you never know where they're going to go and if they hit you you're damaged plus plagued and plagued means wherever the monster is standing it makes a green puddle of toxin around mm. it and if you're standing there fighting him you're getting you're getting toxicated by it uh so i i've run in, into these you know arcane enchanter plus orbiter plus plagued where the only safe place for me to stand and not take damage is if I log out. <laughs> That's not very fair, I find. Uh, no. So there are some new affixes. I don't know that. Uh, I'm not sure what they are, but there are new sort of tactical options in these crazy battles that you'll fight. Um, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's quite an overhaul, you know. And they did that to Diablo two, two or three times. Uh, right. In its lifetime, you know, like that final 1.10 patch that they did was pretty crazy. And that, um, World of Warcraft. I mean, it's kind of like Blizzard. Yeah. And, and, and even for even though it's a very, uh, d- you have to be kind of really into the detail of it. Starcraft Two gets its share of overhauls. Like they're they're yeah, willing to, to change a lot of their basic design stuff and and sort of concede. Yeah, the release maybe it didn't work as well. Let's let's try this. I mean, Blizzard they don't release things and just leave them there. They they get no. a lot of attention long after they've come out. They, and that's you know that's why they don't only have so you know a few properties. That exactly. They can, they can completely retune them over and over again. It brings all the people back. I mean, Diablo Two is what one of the highest selling games in, of all time, if not the highest selling. You know, just over. Uh, over years, obviously, but like, good God, I know I own like four copies of it. <laughs> I know you own like forty. 
It's right one for each of my computers, yeah, and then some. Uh, the, uh, it really does feel, though, it, like Diablo 3, it, it does feel like a whole new game, and it's very exciting. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. And, uh, and it's a better game. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's that. You know, it, it's like they... I don't know, it's like, you remember when they took um, Star Wars uh, Galaxies and then they redesigned it and into a, a first-person shooter? It's nothing like that. Right. It's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> Because a lot of times that when they'll overhaul something like that, people who really liked the previous way that it was, they get angry. And I can't right. imagine. I'm sure in some corner of the Internet there's someone who's like, hey, you broke Diablo 3. But I think yeah. for the most part, this has been very widely received as yeah. it's a good thing. It's a very positive step forward. Uh, I'm sure the Battle.net servers are humming. You know what? If you were to go to the, the uh, Blizzard forums, I'm sure you'll find some very upset people. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just because they're in the Blizzard forums. And... I would be upset if I was posting there as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and finally, McMaster, we have clans now. So uh, what, yeah. what does that give us? Um, you know, honestly, I don't really know. I think it gives us nothing. But it does It does let you put... <laughs> I think it chat. Puts chat, and at the end of your name, it puts in brackets a little QT3. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. So you get that. So if you're listening and you want to join uh, the Quarter to Three clan for, for Diablo 3, we would love to have you. Just go to the clan interface, which I believe is, if you hit O, that's your social interface. You can see all your Right, or stuff. is it if O or hit, Shift O? Well, I was going to say, if you hit O, that's your social interface. But if you hit Shift oh. O, Shift O is your clan interface, and that's where you can do a search for clans uh, and just put in the search box the letter Q, the letter T, the number 3, and you'll find us and you can apply, and maybe McMaster will let you in. I might. You never know. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Diablo 3, uh, I think it's 2.0.1. I feel like it should be called something like 3.0, actually. Like it, it feels a little too substantial to have a, a point oh yeah. point one in the version number. Um, but uh, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, no, I'll certainly take it. I just got to figure out some good monk builds. So that's what you're messing with now as a monk? Yeah, that's my. That was my my level sixty. I've got a fifty one mage. I'm gonna level next, I think. But mage? Aren't they called wizard? A wizard, wizard, whatever. Mage. Good lord, master! This is a third edition D and D or whatever mage. It should be <laughs> mage. Okay, master, quick name all five classes in Diablo three. Go. All right, witch hunter. Um, uh, obviously, monk. Wizard, okay. Barbarian, and uh, never remember that other one. <laughs> the Assassin, Demon Hunter. Did you say Witch Hunter or Witch Doctor? I said Witch... I don't know. Witch Doctor is my, my, my final answer. <laughs> okay. And, yeah, and the Demon Hunter, as everyone knows, is, is technically... It's really an Amazon. I don't know who they're fooling, but we know, we know an Amazon when we see it, don't we? Right, yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, and the new class is a, what, a, a, a parag? No, a, uh, what is it? It's, uh, um, it's like a paladin-y kind of thing. It's, it's something that nobody felt we really needed. What is it? <laughs> it's some dude who wears pauldrons and has buffs or something. Let me see. What is it? What does it say? It's like uh, a lawful good warrior. Paragon. I want to say paragon. Is it a paragon? Sure. A, a pinnacle, an acme. Uh, a zenith. <laughs> what is it called? 
Oh, well, well, we'll find out March 25th, won't we? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. Uh, so, McMaster, you've been playing things other than Diablo 3. Uh, is there an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, on Elder Scrolls Online? Um, and if for the last one, well, yes, but this coming one, I do not think so. I think it's been lifted for the next next one. And when, this is coming up soon? This is like in the next week or so, or is this March 25th? This, it's tomorrow. Ah, good. So this this podcast will post on Thursday, February 27th. So that sounds like on February 28th, the yeah, El- start. data starts. And you can talk about it? Yeah, supposedly. Um, and I'm going to, I think they have it capped at level 17 right now. I'm going to try to get at least one character up there and check it out a little bit better so I can talk about it. Now, McMaster, I don't know if you know this, but your character will be wiped. Oh, no. Yep. Well, Sorry. Nice. Level 17, I mean, what are you going to do? What have they said about, what do we know about Elder Scrolls Online's release date and business model, or do we? Um, uh, uh, Okay, yeah, actually, I did ask a question of their PR today about the release date. Um, The official release date is April 4th, so they can have all 4-4-14, and then... Wait, uh, that's soon. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, oh, I didn't uh, realize that. Wow, okay. And what is it a subscription model? Yes. Oh, They're, uh, you know, uh, of the ones I've seen, though, uh, and I've been watching a lot of gameplay and kind of checking it out, they've got a shot of making that work, but they're going to have to... And this is just a general, in general, to right. compete. They're going to have to crank out content. Now, you know, you cannot just, like, you can't go worse to nickel and dime it. I mean, they get away with it because, of course, it's not a subscription model. But if people right. are going to pay you $15 a month, you're going to have to be dropping serious amounts of content. You can't do the Secret World episode shit where they update a shop <laughs> or something every three months. Uh, you know, you have to actually pump out stuff. World of Warcraft does, what, like two, three giant updates a year, you know, at least. So, uh, yeah, they're just going to have to keep up. Uh, does Elder Scrolls Online, do we know, do they have any sort of big open uh, realm versus realm end game yes. PvP stuff? They do? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm actually, um, uh, that's one of the things I'm most interested in, because you know it's from, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, Dark Age of Camelot. Um, Mark Jacobs. Is it, yeah, yeah, is that, is that he, who it is? Yeah, okay. I don't know. I, just, uh, I threw that name. He was a, I think he was a Dark Age Camelot guy. He was a Warhammer Online guy. He was a a, a very vocal, enthusiastic front man for, for those games. I, I don't know if that's the right name, so don't take my word for it. Oh, by the way, new class is the Crusader. Oh, good. Okay, that's something nobody wanted, but uh, <laughs> it's new. So, Crusader coming to Diablo 3. Great. Um, yeah, um, but uh, so it's supposed to have this giant, like, uh, it sounds really cool. I just hope that people get to experience it more because... Uh, the one thing that, that the, this feature reminds me of is Star Wars Galaxies. And what I'm referring to is that the PvP endgame, one of the points is to get people in your guild into to, to be the Emperor for a short time. And that unlocks a new skill tree. Wait, in Galaxies or Old, Elder Scrolls Online? Elder Scrolls Online. But what it reminds me of is how they did it in Galaxies with the Jedis. Oh, uh, where right, right. you could only, you know, you only got certain skills... Or you only got like this, this super outside chance of ever playing one, and it was you know it's just crazy. Now I mean I'm not saying that 
uh, it's as hardcore as that, mm-hmm. but uh, it's kind of an interesting uh, mechanic. But it's going to have like kind of that Guild Wars two, um, you know, Dark Age of Camelot kind of taking towers, holding territory, you know, that kind of thing. McMaster, let me give you four words that would make me want to play Elder Scrolls Online. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Emperor Jason Van McMaster. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that would get me in. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. Um, uh, but yeah. Is this a closed beta? Is this like a everybody jump in beta? Uh, how, how does one... You know, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's a closed beta, but every beta key they sent out, they sent two. Okay. So, you know, a friend key, plus they gave, I think, a ton out for people to... Um, Giveaway, mm-hmm. so I, I, it's mostly a stress test, right? I think they're they're trying to get their uh, login queues down, so there'll be several hundred thousand people, I think, like hitting it, uh, if not more. So it's not like real hard to get a key. If you go to our forums, I think a lot of people <laughs> in there have extra keys that no one's using. Good. Okay, so we look forward to hearing more about this in the near future. Um, yeah. But now you've also been playing a reboot of a game. Uh, <laughs> Lately, that you here's I actually could read the email. I don't know if it's confidential or not. I think your email said something to me like, "I like Thief a lot." <laughs> yeah, that was it's very exciting. That was your, your Thief. There wasn't even an exclamation point, by the way. That's as written. I'm just reading it as written. <laughs> so I couldn't even tell. I, for all I knew, McMaster, it was facetious. No, no. I actually I do uh, I do like it. Um, I think people looking for. The, the earlier Thief games will be disappointed. I think just naming it Thief kind of puts that that kind of, you know, I don't know. It's just too heavy for it. Uh, because the game, it, it's a game that people that didn't like Dishonored will like. <laughs> if how, how so? Like what, yeah, if you me. didn't like Dishonored because of all the combat and stuff like that. It, I see. You if know, you wanted like, more of a pure stealth experience. Right, it is a pure stealth experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I'm playing on master level, and if you like knock a civilian out, you lose. <laughs> Stuff like that. So you can't. You know, it's it's like you can't. You I don't think you can kill guards. Okay, McMaster, uh, let me let me throw this at you because I I think that stealth gameplay has pretty much been played out, and I have no patience for watching a guard's route. And and timing it and oh I got the timing wrong I have to start over. Um, I personally feel that the the farthest that we have come with this conventional stealth model was in Splinter Cell Blacklist, which let you you could play that super hard. I haven't played it yet. Well, well, part of what they did was you could play the super prohibitive. Hey, if you get seen, it's it's an instant fail state. But they also gave you a lot of options to either play straight up action. Or somewhere in between, where if you failed stealth, it would transition to action. Uh, they were very generous in terms of letting you choose, and you could advance your character no matter what you did, but you could kind of choose how much do you want traditional stealth, how much do you want a blend of stealth and action, and how much do you just want to run around and kill shit. Uh, pardon my language. Um, but does, does, uh, it sounds like Thief has all sorts of difficulty level settings oh, yeah. that you jigger that, right? Yes, big time. Uh, like it has the most interesting difficulty settings, um, and they give you extra points. I think somehow 
I don't really understand how that thing works totally. But you can turn a lot of stuff on and off in the options. Uh, you can turn it on to where everything's more expensive. Uh, you can have it set to you move really slow. You have it set to uh, if you get seen, you lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like tons of different options, like quite a few. And uh, it just kind of... Oh, sorry, good. Well, let me ask you then, because when I'm playing Splinter Cell Blacklist, there's a, a, a what I think of as a meta game, kind of an RPG system, where I'm using money that I've earned to buy new equipment and new uh, Sam Fisher suit bits for Sam Fisher, and I'm upgrading my character based on the money I've earned. And if I play a mission with the harder difficulty levels, then I get more money. If I just want to go through and just make it super easy or just kill a bunch of stuff, I get less money. So therefore, the difficulty setting feeds into my character advancement over the course of all the time I'm playing Blacklist. Is there anything like that in Thief? Why, is there any incentive for me to make it super hard? Do I get any return? Or? Yeah, see, that's the thing I don't understand is the points thing, because uh, I downloaded it and I haven't really... Uh, Looked at a manual? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait, no. I think it's for stuff like leaderboard and endpoints and stuff like that. So it's scoring. That. It's just a scoring. Right, system. right, okay. right. But, yeah, throughout the game, though, you do uh, you do upgrade your stuff. And you um, they have this thing now uh, that they added called Focus. And you can turn it off, but Focus is kind of interesting. Uh, it's, a, it's a secondary bar. And you can upgrade different things with it so that when you're oh. using focus, uh, it like, the, the ones that I've upgraded so far, in fact, are like, uh, use focus slower, obviously. That's a no brainer. Uh, and then, uh, I went with speed. So, like, I, uh, I pick locks. Uh, when I pick locks, time slows around me. You know, when I pull a bow, time slows around me, all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, just just different things like that, uh, a bunch of different stuff. Like you can move faster, you can uh, do a lot more damage, um, that kind of thing, while you're in focus. Is there any uh, if I if I play a mission and I upgrade my focus, uh, is can I then go back and replay that mission with upgraded focus, better equipment, or whatever, and post a higher score? Is there does the game work? You know, like that? I think so. It has a okay. challenge mode. Okay. Uh, that you and you can download maps and stuff, which that's reminiscent of like Batman. I haven't actually messed with the challenge mode yet. I've uh, just been trying to play the regular game, but uh, it is a yeah. It, it totally gives you a score at the end of each round, and it breaks down uh, how you did stuff into three categories: like opportunist, ghost, oh, right. and predator, okay. and. Um, so That's usually, exactly I'm like a opportunist usually. Yeah. Oh, okay. So hey, there you go. Uh, but no, it's like, but it's like a. It, there's, you can have combat and you can kill people and stuff, but it just doesn't seem like the game's really fit for that. You know, it's not like the. I don't know. It's just, the combat's just kind of difficult to me. I guess uh, the dodging and everything. It's timing is off or something. Um, so I usually just avoid it. Uh, but well, folk. Focus like also can show you alternate paths and stuff like that if you want to spend the focus to look for it, etc. And is it the same kind of open levels where hey, you're just here at the beginning, just go wherever you want. Like here's a castle, choose whatever window you want to crawl in. Do they do that? Yeah, somewhat. Some of the missions are linear, but 
one thing that's interesting is that it opens the city up after a while, uh, and you can take all these side missions to rob people, Ooh. and you can break into, like, there's tons of houses you can break into and rob at your will. Or your, Wait, like an open world kind of thing? Or, like... Kind of, but I, I don't want you to get too excited. You know, it's not like the biggest map in the world. I mean, it's it's sizable, but, it, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, but, I mean, there's like 30, 40 missions, side missions, something like that, and a bunch of houses you can break into. Well, and then if I'm doing these side missions... Am I posting scores, or I guess it's letting me upgrade things like my focus and stuff? It's upgrading my my thief, like my Garrett levels up or yeah, something? Yeah, what happens uh, for your equipment and your focus and everything is there's this uh, NPC called the Queen of Beggars, and you go to her, and if you make donations, of course, which get higher and higher and higher as you go, you get a focus point each time. Okay. Then you can spin that focus point, and that's how you deal with that. Um, for equipment, of course, there's like a back alley guy. Uh, that can do, you know, equipment upgrades and sell you your arrows, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then there's, a there's a, like, a quest hub guy. Uh, Master, you're making me want to play this. Well, yeah, I don't know why everybody was, like, so against it in the first place, to be honest with you. I mean, I understand it's people that are expecting, like, because, you know, hell, I really liked Thief 3, you know, and it's... It's different than that. I mean, it's it's not like a you you can't free jump. You know, you can't just like rope arrow anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's got it's got kind of the Assassin's Creed kind of like hold down a trigger, and if you can climb up something, it will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and people don't like that. You know, people like to jump. People like to try to climb stuff. But just games aren't designed like that, like they used to be. <laughs> you know, you know what game does that, McMaster? Blacklist. Well, no. Uh, well, uh, yeah, no, not Blacklist. Uh, Titanfall. Oh. Titanfall lets you free jump and run around all you want. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that game. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever uh, play it? You uh, did. Play it, uh, hold that thought, because, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I love Titanfall. Uh, we'll talk about oh, that yeah. in a second. But um, So, Thief, you're, you're making me want to play it, and I kind of, uh, I, I was actually going to pick up a copy of it before it came out, but I emailed the PR person, and I was like, hey, uh, do you have any provision for press copies of this? And she's like, yeah, sure. What what outlet are you covering it for? Uh, and I emailed her back, and I said, it's for quarter to three. And she emailed me back, and she's like, oh, sorry, we just ran out of copies. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a fair amount. So I haven't picked up a copy, but I definitely plan on picking up Thief and, and trying it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. And McMaster, you're selling me on it, jerk. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't know. It's been kind of kind of slow for games and I like to temper myself my League of Legends playing with I other understand. things. Right, right. You gotta you know, it's kinda like how uh, the dude likes to keep himself limber with a drug regimen. I have to have like multiple video games going at once to keep the mind limber. Now McMaster, I respect that, that you you thought that was a good big Lebowski reference, but I think you need to work on it. Mm. Yeah, I'm usually pretty good at those. Yeah. Uh <laughs> So, uh, Thief, let's see. Uh, yeah, and so it sounds like it does live up to what they're, some of the cool things they were doing in Blacklist. So, okay. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, it's like the big, I think the big outcry has just been people expecting the exact same Thief. There's a lot of baggage with that word, isn't there? Yeah, yeah I mean. Class games, yeah. Right, I mean, like, that's like saying, oh, let's make a new System Shock. And mm-hmm. see, we'll see what happens there. Right. <laughs> of course, probably something... Not as bad because System Shock was a really freaking long time ago. Now compared mm-hmm. to Thief. no, you would get you would get guys like me. 
I oh, yeah. seriously, like you use the word system shock. I mean, that's like using just using the word shock, you know, Bioshock. Crazy yeah. expectations were raised because, oh, it's, it's like system shock. So no, system shock, don't use that lightly, people. If, you, if you're out there and you're thinking of making a game called system shock, you're going to have me to answer to. I just want to. Yeah, I mean, you can get away with Syndicate, you know, whatever. But yeah, <laughs> leave, leave System Shock alone. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, we'll talk about Titanfall in a second. I just want a, a brief plug for a free to play space combat game called Star Conflict. This is made yeah. in Russia. Holy cats, I really like this thing. It has some serious really? problems, but the actual space combat is really cool. Like, every now and then I hear about these awesome battles in EVE Online, and I think, whoa, i got to play EVE Online. And then I'll get in there, and I'm buying <laughs> an asteroid, and I'm waiting 24 hours for some skilled upgrade that gives me plus 1% whole strength. And, and, like, uh, and it's such a spreadsheet, whatever. So this is just a straight-up, like, more Call of Duty approach, where ships have different classes, and you're upgrading stuff. It has some kind of annoying free-to-play grind in it, which I don't like. Uh, but just the basics of the the in-game space dogfighting are really good in Star Conflict. Um, it's mouse-driven, so you don't need to drag a joystick out of the closet. Um, but it looks good, and I can get in there and get kills. When you're doing your first few, what are called ranks, you're just doing one basic 3v3 mission type, and you think, oh, is this all there is? Okay. But then as you get to, I think, rank four, it starts opening new mission types. You get into much bigger battles because people have different classes of ships. Um, and there's a great mode called – it has a stupid name. I think it's called Combat Recon, which is a terrible name. But this mode, I think it's eight versus eight, and one person on each team is designated the leader. And it's a VIP mode where if you kill the leader, then the other team stops spawning. So you have to kill their leader and then root, sort of weed out, kill the rest of the guys. Um, so it creates this weird standoff approach where the two teams hang back, and you'll get some people who don't really know the game yet who are rushing forward to the leader, and they just walk right into a wall of fire and instantly die. But then they respawn, but they've given your team a point. Uh, so there's this weird kind of hanging back, and there's kind of probing, and someone will launch a feint, and you'll see some guys trying to do an end run with a long-range missile cruiser or something. And then sometimes the two sides will get tangled, and then it's on, and it's a big battle, and maybe someone gets their leader killed, and then it's hunting down the other guys. Um, but it's a shame that this is – you've got to put in some hours of free-to-play grinding before you get to this mode. Uh, and even then, you can't always reliably find this mode. Um, so it launches, I think, today on Steam. Uh, it is free to play, so there's no risk. But I heartily encourage people, uh, give it a shot. Jump into a first, those first few battles. Look at some of the cool ships. Have a look at their, uh, their, their advancement as you unlock different ships as you go. And the ships are divided amongst three factions. And each ship has a special power and can slot different kinds of equipment. Um, but I hadn't heard anything about it. It's apparently been in beta for, I think, literally a year or so, uh, and just officially launched today. And that's called Star Conflict. And man, that generic name—that is not doing them any favors. Yeah, right? I had no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> and I was—I just assumed it was some crap. So <laughs> it is a real thing. Star Conflict. That, that's kind of like making a shooter and calling it a gun battle. <laughs> gun guys yeah really shooting dudes <laughs> that's a good name shooting dudes. i'm gonna borrow that i do kind of like that yeah yeah there we go that's our new game 
shooting dudes. <laughs> uh, speaking of shooting dudes, so we both played Titanfall. We can talk about this, can't we? I think so. Last, I mean, yeah. Uh, you were you were really fond of it. I encouraged you to write a, a, a little <laughs> of your experiences, and you're like, well, I think there's an NDA. I was like, no, you're crazy. This is a public thing. Right? <clears throat> and so I put it up, and I got a very polite email from EA saying, um, that's kind of supposed to be NDA'd. Can you take it down? So we took it down, but basically, McMaster, you had let slip, and it was my fault, that you quite liked Titanfall. They have since had a, I think, a... a, a beta with a more relaxed NDA. So you are now officially allowed to say that you like Titanfall, correct? Uh, yes. I think, right. Uh, and you do like it. Am I misrepresenting your opinion? No, no. I like it quite a bit. As do I. So I've also played it. Uh, and that's out March 5th? Is that next? next no, week? I think it's later. I think it's uh, the 11th. Oh, my God. Oh, that's two weeks away. Uh, but next week, there is something. God, what is next week? I know. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. Oh, it's out now. Oh. Uh, it's on Xbox One, at least. Uh, but no, next week, something's coming out next week, by God. <laughs> Are you thinking of Star Conflict? Uh, I don't think that's what I was thinking of. I don't uh, think that means what you think it means. So Titanfall's two weeks out? That's so annoying. I'm really looking yeah, for playing yeah. it, like the beta. I, I want to play and start unlocking and upgrading my stuff, and, uh, you know, the beta, they, they reset all that. Um, but, uh, all right, so we'll just have to wait a couple weeks to talk about Titanfall. You played on a PC, right? Both. Xbox One and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, is a press thing, and um, the PC. Uh, you were on the Xbox One, right? Right, right, right. I kind of want it. I mean, I don't have an Xbox One, but I kind of want it for the Xbox One. Oh, yes, that's, uh, I mean, that's what you should want it for. That's what... God's people would want it for. I mean, I'm sorry, McGrasser. What I meant to say is, it looks so much better on the PC, and, and it controls better with a mouse and keyboard. That's what I meant to say. Oh, is that is that what you meant? Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. I'm sorry, I misspoke briefly. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a minor. Oh, South Park game comes out next week. That's what it is. McMaster, that's a cartoon for kids. What do I care about that? Ah, but it's by um, what's it? Obsidian. Yeah. Yeah. The creators of um, Alpha Protocol. Yeah, hey, you like that game. Don't I you? love that game. I know, I love it. <laughs> uh, New Vegas, they did that. Yeah, of course, you're probably not as big a fan since it never worked. Exactly, right. The, the game that uh, I could never get to not crash for me. Um, yeah. No, I, I like Obsidian a lot. I just The South Park license does nothing for me. But I'm sure that McMaster looks it. like it's right up front. Yeah, I would peg you as a South Park fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that is out for the, uh, what is that, an iPad game? What, what is that out for? Uh, PC, um, PC 360 and PS3. Uh, right. I'll probably get it on the PC, but God, I wish it was on the Xbox One. I just don't want to hook up my 360 again. Ha ha. Yep. Now you got to see how the other half lives, McMaster. Not all of us have Xbox Ones. I mean, uh, I, yeah, some of us still only 360s. Uh, uh, some of us have working HDMI ports. I don't know what that is. <laughs> what did <laughs> Master? I'm going to give you a quiz. Ready for this? Yeah. What does HDMI stand for? Isn't it a uh, high-definition media interface? Damn, I thought I had you. <laughs> I have no idea, but you answered that so confidently that I'm going to assume you're right. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that is it, actually, yeah. Here's one. What does uh, AV... Uh, it's multimedia interface, that's my bad. Uh, audio, right. audio, video. Really, that's what AV stands for? It's that easy? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Audio or video or audio visual. Here's but it. it's something like that. What does RCA Jack stand for? 
Isn't that oh, one of those headphone things that you plug in an RCA jack? What does that stand for? Yeah, what is? No, I don't know that actually. I win. Yeah, you. Yeah, eventually you got you broke me down. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, thanks for listening this week. That's been some uh, a little Diablo three. Uh, remember, send your your mail to fifteen ninety nine Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington D C, Maryland two zero five zero zero. We would love to read your letters on the air. Uh, you can also contact us. Oh, and don't forget your avatar. Donate at least a dollar, as the yes. ad at the beginning said, and we'll, we'll give you an avatar on the forums if you're on the forums. If you're not, join them. We love having people on the forums. Absolutely. Uh, next week, I guess we're not doing a Titanfall podcast. How about that, McMaster? Yeah, I guess I'll have to be the week after, huh? <laughs> uh, but maybe next week we can hear a little about uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, All right, so thanks for joining us. I am Tom Chick. I have been joined by uh, Jason McMaster, and uh, we'll see everyone next week. All right, this song is from the future, but since you've been good, you get it early. Let's get it started I like that you got the politically correct version. I was at the politically correct version. Because the original, oh god, the original song is Let's Get Retarded. And then, uh, what? the MP. It's serious. Dead serious. No, it's not. It is yeah, not. It Let's is. Get Retarded. It is. What? I swear to you. It said, uh, have you ever seen Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? Well, sure, the Neil Patrick Harris movie. Right, well, they play the original version in that song, and it's let's, in that movie, Let's Get Retarded. Oh. Well, do you know what this version is? Uh, is it, it's not, it doesn't sound like the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> it is a fella who, I would think you'd be a fan of this guy. It's from Hot Tub Time Machine. It's a fella named Craig Robinson. Oh, yeah, I love Craig Robinson, actually. I do as well, and he does a cover of this in Hot Tub Time Machine, and this is from the... I hated that movie so bad. Oh, McMaster, come on, how could you hate that movie? What's the matter with you? I was expecting an 80s period piece, and it was just like a character study that didn't have much to do with the 80s. But it had Craig Robinson. What part of it had Craig Robinson? <sighs> not in- fair enough. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Get stupid, don't worry about it, people will walk you through it Step by step, like an infant new kid Inch by inch, with a new solution Transmit hits with no delusion The feeling's irresistible, and that's how we're moving Everybody, everybody, let's get into it Get stupid, get started, get started, get started Let's get it started, let's get it started